Okay, good evening. Good evening. Ladies, you ready? Yes. New topic. Okay. And that is covered. Honor. Just going to, uh, you know, dinners and Shabbatons and honors remind, remind me that, that <laughs> it's, we all need honor. It's, it's an amazing thing. Everyone wants a little covered. Uh, the question really is, is what amount of covered is healthy? There's healthy covered. And there is really unhealthy covered. Um, there's consuming covered. There are fights that happen for covered. There's there are people who are saddened. Uh, for, they don't get the proper uh, covered. And today we live in a world of where everything is self-esteem. People literally, if they don't get the proper covered, they they don't feel important, and they really par- it paralyzes them. Other people crave covered to such an extent that even if you get a lot of covered, it's never enough. It's just never enough. Why didn't I get this covered? It's just never enough. Or, I, I actually remember a, a friend of mine who's a Rosh Koylo, Rosh Koylo, you know, a big, uh, big Torah scholar, someone's at the door. He, so he said to me, when I was going to be a rabbi, he said, being a rabbi is the worst. He said, uh, it's on, my, it's on my desk. It's on my desk. He said to me that uh, um, you're a rabbi, it's the worst. If they, if they, if they have to stand up for you, and if, and then, then you, get, you have to not only get your head. And if they don't stand up for you, then you start thinking, well, what's standing up for you? Yeah, and the truth is, he's right. They're, they're, you know, there is, there's, I'm, you know, there's a, there's a balance. I actually, um, you know, I happen to, I, I do believe that for any rub, or any, not because of the rub, because it's just like, I, I believe my children are for parents. It's like, it's not about the person, it's about the position. Um, but it's something nice not to have to worry about that. You know, it's like going incognito. I remember my, 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 my wife's uncle told me, she, he once saw in the Gedele Hador, in a Hasidic place, like where they wouldn't have known who he was, um, and he sees him. He says, "He's a Hebrew speaker, uh, you know, a gadol." And he says to him in English, "Incognito, besater. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't tell anybody. You know, don't say anything." Like he was enjoying his being anonymous, and there's something to that also because COVID could become. Um, it gets to your head and it, and it can poison you uh, as well. So it's, it's one of these things that there's a very fine balance between healthy honor. And, and by the way, um, there are, you know, if you're a melech, for those who are learning dafyomi, for the, there are men who listen to this online, actually, I know. Uh, you know, the, 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 the Gemara says, the Shulchan of Paskin, so somebody's the king, they bow, the king of Israel would bow the Hoshmoni yesterday because they need a little bit extra reminder of what real honor and real humility is. But the king also needs to know that if you are a king, you're not allowed to be moichel. You're not allowed to give up on your covered Because it's not your honor. It's Hashem's honor if you're the king. So it's a really fine balance. We're going to start this topic uh, now. And we're going to start a little bit light. I'm not going to start light. Revolva starts light. What covered is. So Ulamenu, our world, who Olam it's really a world of values. Everything has a value. The kol daver yesh erech. 
everything, there's a price to be paid. You know, in American law, it's called the Coase Theorem. The Coase Theorem goes like this. If I would tell you, how much is it, uh, how much money would you take to break your arm? Right? If I give you $10,000, would you break your arm? $20,000, would you break your arm? $50,000, would you break your arm? A million dollars, would you break your arm? Really? A billion dollars, would you break your arm? I for sure would do it for a billion dollars. But the Torah doesn't let me do that. But I would. A billion dollars? You know what I can do the rest of my life with a billion dollars? A billion dollars? I, I, I wouldn't give my life for a billion dollars. I would break my arm. I would break my arm for a billion, a billion dollars? Not because I'd want, I don't know what I would do with a billion dollars, but I would do amazing things with a billion dollars. I, you know, give me a hundred million. What? Yeah, I wouldn't do it because the Torah says you can't do that. But of course I would. I, 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 a, bill, a billion. I wouldn't do it for 50,000, to be honest. But for a billion, I would do it. So, but that means that there's a value. How much is it worth something to you, right? Everything means you could, in, so in law, it, the, the, there's a, you can value, you know, how much is it worth it for you to see a person you, you know, you haven't seen for 25 years? Uh, how much is it to be by your child's wedding? There's a value to, that. to your grandchild's bar mitzvah. There's a value to that. You know, there are people who have to make this in real life decisions. They, are, they can lose their job or go to their sister's wedding. Because if they miss work for that, right, they're going to lose their job. Right? They're, they're all, we make these decisions all the time, which means there's financial decisions and there's a value. How, what's the, how valuable is something to us? Um, so, so we talk about you know, how much do you pay for this? So, how much you get paid for the hour? So, according to your skill, your umnis, your job, uh, you get paid. Uh, you know, there is a, a difference between uh, uh, certain different professions uh, get paid different amounts according to the demand, according to the skill set, according to the qualifications. You know, there's a difference of, uh, you know, I was actually asking somebody about a contractor for Chicago, actually. Not that I'm there yet, but I was asking, how do you get me out of town? I'm telling you, like, this guy, you should get this guy because it's, it's, it, he's really good. And somebody who's really, really good is worth a lot more than, than someone who's not. But there's a value to paying for someone who's good. I, I, you know, I was just telling somebody today, they were trying, asking about a flight. I was asking about their flight. Oh, yeah, someone's asking me going somewhere. So I said, there's a difference you take a good airline versus tower air. We're tower air. We're tower air. Oh, my goodness. Anyone ever take fly tower air? It's like Frontier. Front, oh, my goodness. I did it once in my life. I was tra- I'm still traumatized from that time. It was like 30 or 25 years ago. It was the worst. So it was cheap. You get what you pay for. You know, the, so there's a value to um, being on time when you, when you land. Finding your luggage, <laughs> yeah. having seats that are you know there, uh, <laughs> or, you know stuff like that. You, 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 uh, if you have a, hire a lawyer, now law. There's lots of lawyers in America, and this is not a joke. You can pay a, a lawyer a hundred dollars an hour, and you can pay a lawyer twenty five twenty hundred dollars an hour. I'm telling you, in general. You get what you pay for. 
you, in law, it's for sure the case. As a general rule, you will get what you pay for. The cheap lawyers are, we say, crummy. They're not good. They're, they're inarticulate. They're, they're not... It doesn't mean you always need... Uh, but you get what you pay for. So there's a value to somebody who's an excellent in their profession. Um, and the person saying, I'm giving you my wisdom. You know, psychologists do the same thing. Therapists. The difference between a good therapist and a poor therapist, uh, between a good psychologist and a poor psychologist, there's a, sometimes a lot of money, but there's a, there's a value to somebody who's skilled and who's uh, helpful. You know, people tell me I, all the time that they, when they get therapy, you've got to be very careful. And if you, it's, it's, I, I would say very often, I'm, I'm very often, almost always, if you get somebody who's very cheap, I would recommend not getting that person at all because they can hurt you. Doesn't mean everyone like that, but it means they can hurt you. I have seen serious, serious cases where people got majorly messed up in their marriages, in their mental health, with their children, because they had poor psychologists or therapists. It's, 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 you don't, uh, you know, that type of stuff, you better, one should look into very carefully because... Uh, you get what you pay for. So what are you paying for? You're paying for the wisdom. You're paying for the skill set. The um, It's not overcharging because you're paying a lawyer $2,500. No, no, you and I are not paying lawyers. You know who pays lawyers $2,500 an hour? Google, Apple, big law firms. Uh, if you want Alan Dershowitz, you're paying $2,500 probably more than an hour for him. You know, you're, gonna be, uh, you're, you're a big person that's what you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna go ahead and pay. There's no or not. It's not considered overcharging. You know why? There's a value to this person. There's a value to the wisdom. Gamla Adam, Tur Adam. In each one of us, we also have values. There's a value to each person. How do you articulate? How do you say the value, the shavius of a person? I mentioned... How much is it worth it to, for a person to break his arm? I remember right when I did this in law school, the guy right next to me said, oh, $50,000, I have law school loans, I'll, I'll take that in one second. I'd break my arm for $50,000, you know. Um, he was worried about his loans. Yeah, but there's a value to that. What's, what's our real value? Our real value, you know, the value of a person. Every human being has intrinsic Erech, value. Now, we're not getting it tonight talking about self-esteem, feeling our own covered, our own importance. But we all have a value. Ken, the answer is yes. The honor that occurs to us sometimes could... Uh, you know, give the value of a person. It's really to articulate. Ruchni or not, or it's not onafshi. You know, having a sense of value is really uh, a way to uh, illustrate. Uh, a person's own uh, spiritual or uh, or emotional 
okay? Uh, and then someone just left. Uh, 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 value. Kol Adam Zakuk Laharacha. Every person, every person needs, this is so important, every person, if you're married, if you're a friend, if you're, you're a parent, if you're a child, if you're a Yid, if you're a Jew, you need to know that every person needs to be appreciated. Every human being needs to be appreciated. I mentioned last night about the board. <laughs> it's thankless. You know, it's such a, I, 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 you know, I, I, dinner was great last night. I'm telling you, most people that came over, they, dinner was great, but on a personal level, it was to quench or complain. This didn't go right. This didn't, I'm telling you, it was like, I, it was like, it's like just human nature. But, you know, it's like everyone looks for the thing that goes wrong. Always. I mean, it's not, it's not unique. I just happened to be, I mentioned at the board, look at me on the board. You get, you get all complaints. All the complaints. You know, I, I, no one came to me last night to say thank you. Personally. I, don't know, that's what I, I got enough honor last night. I don't need to get the honor. But it was interesting to me. Now, one person said thank you. I personally was very involved in that dinner. On some level. I got every possible complaint in the most, that could have been. Right? But I'm not saying because I'm upset. I wasn't upset at all. I enjoyed the dinner. I thought it was great. But I'm just giving you an example. You know, human beings are the same way. It's like it's an amazing thing. People want to be appreciated. And people need appreciation. Most people, most of the time, when you're at a dinner, you get the honor. Certain positions, inherently you get honor. But if you're a, parent, you're a spouse, most times, most people, they don't appreciate their spouse enough. Okay. They, they, will, they will be very quick to articulate when something is not okay. They, and, they, and, they, and they assume, here's my point, they assume appreciation is understood. Like, and the truth is, is men are the worst at this. So forgive your husbands. Uh, men are really bad at appreciation. They think, of course I appreciate. Of course I appreciate. Uh, and women from husbands need appreciation. But by the way, husbands also need appreciation. They, just, they, don't, they, they don't ask for it. They just need it. <laughs> a woman will usually make it known to her husband that she's not appreciated. They're good at making it clear. And men, you know, thrive on it, it, it that they, they, to feel like they're doing, they're the, the doers. But everyone, every child needs to be appreciated by a parent. Every student needs to be appreciated. No, Mrs. Klein, you're an expert teacher. A student who's not appreciated, how do they perform in class? They don't. They don't, right? Right? And even the macho, cool kids are the, will not perform, fair to say? Because whether appreciation, you know, I, I was once talking to a teacher uh, about a student, and they, they noted to me that this student was doing terrible until they started, the teacher started recognizing them in class. All of a sudden, the students started blossoming. Why? What? Because there's a, a human need for everyone. Now, we don't, we don't need appreciation from everyone, everything. But there are areas where it's universal. Universal. If you're an employee, you want appreciation. It's an amazing thing. The, if the company, you know, or the boss or the manager notices you, it empowers your work. 
right? We have a manager in the, uh, over there, right? right? It empowers the best way to get people to motivate people is to appreciate them. You know why? If they're not appreciated, they don't want to perform. And in salary, this is not me saying this, you can look at Harvard Business Review, salary does not compensate for that. Right? It does not compensate for being underappreciated. You know, it's a fact, F-A-C-T, that now obviously there's a minimal salary people are going to want for certain positions. But people would rather, if it's in close in salary, and you make a little bit more, whatever that little bit is, in company A, or in company B, you make a little bit less, but you are appreciated, people want to work in company B. Because they not only like work more, they perform better. Because appreciation is a human need. So for a person to recognize you is a human need. Um, the, the ultimate Slobodka, the Salma Slobodka, the Nassim Tzvi Finkel, uh, pointed out, A person can't live without honor. If you had no honor, nobody appreciates you, nobody likes you, no one gives you any epis, right? Epis, you don't even read these, these terrible, terrible tragedies of these teenagers committing suicide. Sometimes it's because they have no, they feel no one appreciates them. You know, you've seen the story, I mean, it's like, they, you know, they have no, they're, they're, sometimes they're bullied or they're cut off from family. You know, it, it, it's death. It's death. To not be recognized, not to, it's death at some level. And if you, even if you, you don't, you, you, you die. Like I just mentioned a simple thing. If you're an employee as far as performance, if you're a spouse and you're underappreciated, I've had people in my office tell me they don't, husband and wife, although mostly wives, but husband and wife, they don't want to do something because no one says thank you and no one, they're not appreciated. Right? There are parents who don't want to give to their children because they feel not appreciated. There are children who don't want to go to their parents because they feel that they're not appreciated. They feel that they're compared to their sibling or they're not loved or their skills are not recognized or they're, they help out and they're, they're you know, I remember once I tell me, well, they're the child, they're, they're the middle child or you know, they're always the middle child and then the kid who's not noticed or they're never the, you know, the brother or the sister, they're on the podium because they're famous or they're rich or they're successful or they're just so, even religious. So, she's the religious one. She gets all the honor. And the last one gets, whatever it is, if you don't feel appreciated, you want, at some level, you, want, you die at that level. You, you get cut off at that level. Um, and covered is, therefore he says, is life at something. Balmala makir, and a truth is a person of, of greatness knows their own value. If you appreciate yourself, you need less appreciation from, from others. Rule number one. If you appreciate yourself, you need less appreciation for others. Uh, and you're not dependent on other people. You don't need other people. You know, when you see a, a, a great person, a great leader, they don't, they're not doing it, you know, it doesn't make a difference for them. I mean, everyone makes a difference. 
But they need a lot less because they know what they're doing is right. They're, they're motivated by their own appreciation either of themselves or what they're doing. And it's not about so-and-so. So a good parent or a good teacher will never need thank yous. And they won't get too many. <laughs> Anyways, Mrs. Klein, how many times were you thanked as a teacher? You had adult students. Mostly adult students, concurrently enrolled high school students. Do you think it was proportional to your work, your thank yous? Certainly not proportional to my work, but yeah, but I do get thank yous. The thank yous are when they come back to visit me after they've gotten married or after they, or they want to be friends on Facebook. Oh, that's great. And nurse, how about you? Oh, you get thanked all the time as a nurse. Do you? I think there's an immediate response if you Interesting. Okay. And if you, and if you didn't get thank yous, how would you, how would you feel? Um, I'm not going to ask you how often your kids say thank you, but but you would imagine if you would bring them all for yomtif. I'm sure that you have beautiful children, and they never said thank you. Would you feel good about it? Yeah. They didn't tell me. I uh, <laughs> 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 right. No, because no. Uh, appreciation, but you know what? Let's say they're little kids. When you're, you know, when you're two or three year olds. Now I have Kanai Nahara. I have a three year old son. He never says thank you unless prompted. Right. Now I make him say thank you. Can I have this? What do you say? Please. <laughs> what do you say? Thank you. Right. But he doesn't do it on his own. You know, we're trying to teach him to do it on his own. What if, I, what if I didn't give it to him or I, I felt bad? Do you think I feel bad if he doesn't say please? I don't feel bad. No one should. Why? Because you don't, it, even if he don't say thank you, you're doing, you, you have enough of yourself. Um, so the greater you are, the bigger person you are, the more self-esteem you have, the more you appreciate yourself. You know, people who don't appreciate themselves are the neediest people he meets. Because they constantly need to be, I'm not just talking about a narcissistic person, which is, uh, which is something different. Just people who don't feel good about themselves. What makes them feel good? When somebody, again, all of us, all of us, all of us need people appreciation. That's not my, that's, but what he's pointing out is, the, if you feel, you appreciate yourself, you're less dependent on appreciation from other people. Um, Right, um, and somebody who uh, even a, uh, greater is able to honor others, to honor others, and that's why it actually says, um, uh, you know, that that who is honored. A person who honors others. But he says the following thing. If you're not going to give honor, you need to give, get honor. It's not possible um, to, to not have any connection to this. He says, how do you differentiate between self-worth, honor, and money? Value. Uh, and, uh, I know, I always, by the way, you know you see these like 
superstars, these artists, these movie stars, these famous people, I feel bad for them. I honestly, I feel bad because they, like, their, their whole lives are about their brand or their image. It's like, and, you know, it's so fluctuating. It's like so, they do this, they, they're loved. They do this, they're hated. They do, you know, like, they're always looking, there's a, but there's a value to it. So we all need a certain amount of honor. We all, everyone needs to be appreciated. Every, you know, I, it's amazing to me, again, living vicariously, and not in my own life, you know, you see, you know, people who are honored in the world, if their spouse doesn't honor them, woo! You see children, you know, when I have met children, sometimes it's in the world, it's, it's mental health, but when there's a child estranged for a parent, if it's not, that in, a, in, a, in a weird situation, almost always the same thing. My parent never respected me. Something, something along the line. Parent never respected me, honored me, appreciated. Those are the three words you'll hear. Honored, respected, appreciated me. They, they feel, now, very often, it's not true. It's, they, they never grew up. <laughs> you know, they, they lived in a, in, a, in, a, in a wrong understanding of the situation in any they, they need to have help to, to come to realize that. It's, it's not true. Sometimes it is true. Sometimes it's certainly true. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, the, everything is different. But the point is, is you can be so successful anywhere else. If you're not appreciated at home, you know, I was reading recently about, I don't know, I guess some, some article about some two movies, two Hollywood people, and who one was like a really famous person, and they didn't feel, they had, good about themselves at all because their spouse was emotionally abusive and didn't appreciate them. So every single person in the world can be nice to them, but if at home you don't have that, so there's there's a value to this. You know, for a physical thing, you can go on Amazon, you can go on eBay, you can go to the store, you can market, you can go on Yelp and, and see... You know, I'm sure we know who the best construction is in San Jose, but uh, right, uh, which is what's the best construction? Commercial. Who's the best contractors and best builders in San Jose? Huh? <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, you can go on Yelp and you can give a value. This, they're really good. They have they good salespeople. They they, they they follow up. They do a good job. There's a value. You can give a value to that. How do you give a value for a person? Um, we're all spiritual people. Right? We're spiritual people. How do you evaluate that? And the truth is, is the way, you know how you give a person value? You know, the, it's the covenant. Now again, not, we lose the covenant. It's honor. The covenant means appreciate. It means how much there's a value to, to you. If you value um, each other, how much appreciation or recognition do you give a person? I, I recently dealt with a, a situation, you know, where somebody was being ignored in a certain community. No one was talking to the person at all. You imagine walking into, let's say, a shul, God forbid, and nobody talks to you. How do you feel about yourself, right? Or well, how do they value you? You know. Um, and he says, let's, let's delve into this letter, letter a little bit more. 
Listen to this. And how, uh, it says, we say it in, in Kedusha, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. Hashem Tzvakas Velokal Arts Kavoido. Right? God is holy, 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 holy in the upper worlds, in the lower worlds, and forever. Um, uh, and Hashem Tzvakas is the, the combination between Nitzchis, uh, and he fills the whole world, uh, the whole world with Kavoido, with his honor. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is Kaddish, God is holy. He's way beyond Chaymer Vigashus material and physicality. Nothing, you can't put God into physicality. He's so great. He's not corporal. He's not material. He's not Gashmi at all. So, how do you give value to God? How are we at our small level going to give value? But we, so, we say it's Malokar's Kavoda. God fills the whole world. This world, when revealed, it is covenant. Um, and in other words, uh, when you recognize, when you appreciate, when you make a bracha, say it was two bishvat, hopefully people got some fruit. You know, I, had all kinds, I had all kinds of fruit today on two bishvat. Uh, and I made a bracha. When you make a bracha, you make a bracha. You know what make a bracha is? Make a bracha? Mach to make a bracha, make make a bracha. Okay, make sure you gotta make be ready for bnei brach. You know, uh, uh, see macha bracha. You you're recognizing God. So how how do we appreciate God? Luchvoidi for us as is a mizet nava kibam makom sheish kedusha. Actually, in a place of holiness, of greatness, there's also kavod. There's also recognition of that. There's also honor for that. Gamba Our what's the greatest kaddish of all of us? It's our neshama. It's our soul. It's our essence. Our essence. Our neshama is who we are. You know that's who we are. You know I I I'm not here to judge any lady, but I've you know there are, are women who want to get uh, uh you know some kind of cosmetic. As they get older, um, people want to do that, um, whatever. But the point is, is, people feel that unhappy sometimes, the way that it makes them unhappy because they feel that their body is who they are. Um, and there are leniencies in certain conditions. I'm not here to talk about that. But the point is, is that you not, you're not your body. You are your soul, right? The ultimate person, the greatest honor is your neshama, is who you are. It's that's your essence uh, of who you are. In Parsha Shlema Yesh Petaram of Eretz Yachas Ben Kedusha Vekavod. There's a tremendous difference between holiness and self worth and honor. Like lowly ladies, I hate to say women's share. I mean lowly. I mean people who feel low about themselves, who don't feel good about themselves. How do they get attention? They flash their bodies, okay? They don't, they become bodies and body parts and they become exhibitions for men who, who are not, don't have, right? Not saying every lady, but there's, it's a large part of it is they don't feel good about themselves for themselves and the, the way they get attention or the way they get, they feel good about themselves is by, not themselves, is by showing, uh, illustrating Things which are, 
you know, are secondary. Um, um, and the more Kedusha you get, um, the more covered it's in it, the more appreciation. Right? You appreciate Shabbos, because Shabbos is more covered. Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem is, we appreciate the holiness of our actions, and they make, right, we give value to our actions. We appreciate uh, what they are. Kavod um, uh, is also called Kaved. What's Kaved? Heavy. Right, heavy. The Hebcho Akitsoni is Klala. Shimshurish Kal. Right, if Klala comes from Kal, light. If when I deal with someone seriously, right? When Rav Lef Shlito is here, right, and you appreciate it, a big Talmud Chacham, so you, what are you really doing? You're taking him serious. You're giving him covered, right? When you have a speaker and you're listening to the speaker, you're giving him covered. When you, if you're sitting there looking at your your phone, right? If you're on a date, you're on a date, and somebody's going like this. And they're looking at their phone, right? Or you're at the dinner table, or your child is talking to you. Like I just recently saw a parent and a child. This was a conversation. Mommy, mommy, yeah, right. Well, there's husbands and wives who do that. There are siblings that do that. And then I'm not necessarily on the looking at the phone, just spacing out, not thinking seriously. Um, or someone says good Shabbos to you, and you're looking at, to say to see someone else. Right now, I'm not that it happens to us all that we're actually going to talk to somebody, you know, uh, you know, or we, we, we need to get to somebody, or we need to get to our, sp- our friend or spouse, whatever. So it does happen to everybody. But there's a difference when you're not looking for anybody. <laughs> Just someone comes over to you that you don't want to talk to, or you're not you look you're not so interested in. So you don't take them seriously. It's not heavy to you. Um, and you're not mechabed them. It means you don't appreciate the opportunity to talk to them. Um, if you take people and don't appreciate them, it's a form of cursing them. If you don't appreciate somebody, if you take them lightly, it's at some level a klala to them. It means you're not important to me. Or you're not important, period. You're not important is the message to the person. Lo chashuv li. You're really not important to me. Because if you would be important to me, I would stop in my tracks. Now again, I'm, uh, there's very often, we're, it's not that the person's not important, something else is on your face, you need to take care of it, right? That's, you know, that we all have that. Uh, and he says, you know, it's when you're only worried, uh, by the way, when, about people honoring you, it's hard to honor and to appreciate others. Everything is revolving around you. Right? Now, you, we, we all have this. Um, <laughs> it's not necessarily the people, the famous people. It's all honor. 
there are, you know, when you need appreciation in the house or at work or in shul, wherever it may be, you're not able to properly honor or appreciate others because you're worried about your honor and appreciation. Uh, which is, again, if you appreciate yourself, you need it a lot less, quite frankly. Uh, it's not a question of money. This is a question how you appreciate yourself and therefore honor yourself, how you appreciate and honor others. As mentioned, the more appreciation and honor you have for yourself, the less need you'll need for your own honor and the more you'll be able to honor others. Okay? Rabbi Leff, I just picked out, he happened this book last night, he, he was self, <laughs> he didn't need any honor, by the way. You notice that every time, oh, he got me to speak, you know, uh, you know, he was filled with honor for others. He happens to be a very humble person. But also, you know, he doesn't, he feels, he knows who he is. Right? He doesn't need, you know, Moshe Feinstein, that solves the Gadol Hador. He knew, you know, you know what means to the Gadol Hador? That means, that means that you need to be willing to answer the hardest questions. Do you know what that means? That means that if you, someone's asking a question which involves life and death, which he dealt with all the time, being matter, you know, after the Holocaust, there were all kinds of women missing their husbands. The question was, could they remarry? If their husbands are alive and they get remarried, what's the, they're, 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 they are adulterers. And if they have children, the children are mamzerim. So do you, know what, do you know what backbone you need to answer those questions? To say to these women, you can get remarried? Hey, you can get remarried? You know the, the stolts, the greatness you need for that? And yet, Ramosha finds, and he did, and he, and he was the one who answered him. He knew who he was. <laughs> you know, there was one time, I once saw a story that there was a bacher who was like asking Ramosha, being very mechotzev to him. And Ramosha probably thought this bacher needed to be put into place because so Ramosha said to him, do you know who you're speaking to? Like, the one time I was, remember Moshe would stand and any speaker would speak when the statement, it could be, it could be a, a, a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant who would walk in to give a speech, there's who would stand for them. Why? Because they're speaking. He had no problem, he honored others consistently because he appreciated other people. He knew who he was. If you can do that, you can honor others. You don't appreciate yourself very hard to honor others, very hard to honor others, and 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 and, and we're, humans are complex. There are people who have the ability to honor others. Unfortunately, I've seen this, but at home they need to feel like the king or queen, and they will not honor the other person. And so they are all worried about their own honor. And there are people who know how to honor everybody in the street, but their own children, they don't learn to honor. You know, now, you don't stand up for your children. They stand up for you. But you need to appreciate them. You need to be able to say, look at them and say that, that you, Maishi, Baruch, Malka, uh, Shindel, uh, Rachel, you're so good at this or at this. Thank you so much 
for doing this. You need to. If you, you don't have that, you 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 you, you wither these kids, um, and you need to feel good about yourself to this. It's an amazing Gemara in Kedushin. Tan Rabbanan. The Gemara says the following: Ha'oichel b'shok. If you eat in the street, you know you walk on the street on Meridian Avenue, and you're eating a sandwich as you're walking, or you're, you're walking around. It's not the same halacha, but it's something to be said. Drinking a, a Starbucks, you know, a, a coffee, and you're just sipping, a, you know, a cup around as you're walking on the on the street, or like, you know, eating uh, whatever potato chips walking on the street. So the shuk, the Gemara says, if you eat in the street like that, you're like a dog, right? You're like a doggy. A lot of dogs on the street, by the way. There's a lot of dogs over here. Uh, I'm not telling you. Viyesh oimrim is a Gemara that you're pasul edis that you you can't give testimony in a Jewish court. Omer of Idi Bar Avin halacha we paskin somebody who eats in the streets. Now, eating in the street, pashtas, does not mean just drinking Starbucks. I was, you know, just giving a, a little bit. It means eating a sandwich, like eating like your, your meal in the street. It's pashtas. Like today, if I would tell you, in the old days, by the way, people need to use the bathroom, they would go into the bushes somewhere. If you would see a respected person in the bushes, what would you think of them? Don't, you know... You see someone going, like, you know, you know, you think, like, some truck driver somewhere, like, with a 32-gallon beer, like, you know, that's who in the world goes to the bathroom there. So once upon a time, eating in the street was like that. Where's your self-worth? You go in the bushes, you go eating in the streets. Today, unfortunately, we're not living in Victorian England, or we're not living in a place, you know, where people are so mukhubad, but, but still, it's in a makbar al-atzmo. We'd all say this, by the way. If you would be having a conversation, you're eating when you're speaking to the person, right? You know, you're, you're, uh, you've seen this before, right? And you're opening, you're chewing, yeah, well, yeah, you're having a conversation. Um, means you're not, you're not careful about your own honor, your own value. There's a lot of fluff and fakeness to the royalty of England, but forgetting the the people who are kicked out or left or happened to them. Uh, you know, but there's a certain... If you are an aristocrat, you have a certain royalty, this... You don't do this. That's not why you do it. Maybe that's why they left. Uh, but, you know... Uh, right? But the, 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 you are part of something. You don't do that because you have... You're, you're, that's unbecoming for you. So, if you're Mazal Zabata, like if you would walk around with stains on your shirts... You know, dirty. Yeah. I, I remember once, or more than once, I just saw this. Actually, when I just, oh, New York. New York has real bums. Like in San Jose, they're unfortunately, unfortunately that we have any, they're in the creeks or in the highways or anywhere the Arab is, basically. Uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, because, so in New York, you can see people like in the, sitting on the corner, like, you know, I was in New York once, just, just the winter break, right by the Sima Shots, and I'm walking with Israel, and I see a guy with, like, totally filthy. For some reason, the homeless here look a lot better than the homeless in New York. They, they, go, they, they shower in the creek. I don't know what they do. 
New York, this guy was like filthy all over. Hair was probably not washed in months. It was like charcoal gray. Flies or fleas, like, and you saw, like, my son sees him, he's like, across the street. Like, it's across the street. Like, he went by his son, was like, you know, he's a little kid. He got scared of him, like, you know, because we, we walked by him a couple of times. He, he wanted to get nowhere near him. You know, he was scared of him, actually. Like, for me, I look at this guy, he's a Nebuch. He, he, what would you see, if you see this person, this, he's a Neshama, he's a soul, he's a human being, right? You think he doesn't have any value. I was once on the train in New York, I remember seeing a guy like this, scratching himself, looking so depressed, decrepit, filthy, like there's no, sh- there's no value to the person. And of course there's a value there, he just doesn't realize it. Right? If you can go ahead and belch, you know, belch, you know what belches? Huh? You know what belches? So like, uh, that's the word I'm looking for, baby. To burp. You know, burp? Uh, you know, to get the coke, I think. Is it the coke? What's the coke? Kihuk. Kihuk. No? So the language you want is to, to, to like, make, make noises. Kihuk, right? Right? Akhila, can? Teenage boys are experts. No, but. Right, if you could pick your nose and while you're talking to somebody, right, you could flatuate. You can, you can, I won't say it in the vulgar way. It means, and you can do things loudly. It means, you, what does it really mean? It means either you you're not embarrassed, you have no value for yourself. Sometimes it means you don't value the person you're with, right? Like, there'll be people you would never do that with, never ever, because you respect them. You respect them, you know. The number, you know, if you're with your parents, your spouse, your children, that's the people you should respect the most. You know, I honestly, I've said this before many years ago. If you ask me, a woman should wear her shaitol not for a class and not for the street. Should put on makeup for this class or not for the dinner last night. She should put makeup on for her husband. You know why? Not to look attractive for him. Which is important, but out of respect, out of covered for the person, and if a husband, should, when he comes home, should look good, not because he wants his wife to be attracted to him, to him, out of respect, out of covered for the person. That's covered. Now, you when you when you, you wait, but so, sometimes it's just you yourself. You need to feel good. You need to dress, and when a person walks around like a shla, like a shlamazo, like a like with with shmatas, you know what shmatas are? You know what shmatas are? You know what shmatas are? Rags, rags. You walk around like rags. I'm not saying you have to look, you know, super cool, like uh, you know, but you walk around with rags. You don't it's because you don't feel good about yourself. You know why people went to the dinner last night dressed up because. They honor the dinner. When you, when you, you know, what, you know, when you come into Shabbos and you dress up for Shabbos, you're honoring the Shabbos. That's what. That's why you wear Shabbos clothes. You're honoring the Shabbos. It's big day Shabbos. You're giving honor to that. And when you're by yourself and you don't burp in a house because no, 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 
And when you're in a house, the Ramah says this in the first halakha and Shulchan Aruch, and you wear clothes and you don't walk around naked, even though not one person is in the house, it's because you believe in Hashem and you believe in yourself. That's not how a human being walks around. Right? There's a first halakha and Shulchan Aruch for men and ladies. That you don't walk around naked around your house. No one's there. Well, Hashem is there. And you're there. You're there. And you're a person. And you have covered for yourself. If you don't honor yourself, you know, I once saw that Rabbi Elyamir Bloch, when he left was a Talmud of Tells, Rabbi Elyamir Bloch started Tells in, in Cleveland after the Holocaust. And Rabbi Elyamir Bloch's children never saw him without a jacket. I'm not going to tell you you have to do that if you're a man. But he always wore a jacket. In the house. You know why? Because he was a Telzer. And they had, Tells had a certain amount of sh- belief in yourself. It wasn't about anyone in the streets. You don't walk around the house that way. If you can walk around your house with your undergarments... If you're in the streets with your undergarments, like some people do today, if you can walk around your house, it's not, you don't believe in your own value as a human being. And you know, obviously, there's, there's zero shamayim as well. But there's a value to yourself. If you can walk around the street with your shirt untucked and right, with food in your teeth, I mean, well, listen, it can happen to anyone. But you know, you go ahead, you care how you look, not because you're, you, you, I'm not saying being spending money on fancy. I'm saying caring. Caring how you talk. When you hear a person curse, when I hear a person curse, I'm so, I feel they're a nebuch. Where You don't believe in your own kedusha, your own covered atzmacha. And when you can curse in front of somebody else, you don't value them. Right? Even people with foul mouths, when they're around somebody who they respect, will be much more careful. You know, much. I remember when I when I started in a law firm, when I walked in a few times. I wasn't even a rabbi. I, actually, I was, I was a rabbi, but I, they didn't know I was a rabbi uh, at that time. They, they, but I looked like it's very religious rabbi, Jew in the front of the beyond the you know. They would stop. They changed their language. I'm not joking. They changed their language. That was actually they were religious Jew. They didn't talk the same way. But when you respect somebody. Or you respect yourself, you act and talk and dress differently. It's because cover, you have covered for yourself. You know, if Shlomo Zalman Arbach, the great Gadol, every time when he walked, before he walked into his house, he'd fix his tie. He was seeing his wife. He was seeing his wife. And he wanted to look good for her. Because he respected her. And that's why that if Shlomo Zalman Arbach said, at his wife's funeral, he was such a humble person. I met Rishabal Zaman Arbach more than once. I remember, I, I said this story, I was a little punk teenager, and you know, I said good Shabbos to him, and it is, I was eight, 17, 18 at the time, I remember he had, it was like a couple years before he passed away, he had walked by me, he did a whole U-turn to come over to me, he never saw me, he said good Shabbos to me, because he heard me like ricochet back, you know, this was Shlomo Zalman Arbach, who was such a humble, humble person. When they said to him, Rebbe, same ask Mechila from your wife at her deathbed. She was being buried. 
which is the minig in Yerushalayim, that you ask your wife or husband for mechila, said, I never have any, I never had anything to ask mechila for. Do you imagine to marry for 70 years, never, you have nothing to ask forgiveness for? You know how it's even possible? If you respect someone so much that every time you walk into your house, every time you, you will make yourself look good for them, then you'll treat them differently. You'll honor them because you respect them. If you respect yourself, you will act differently. You will live differently. You will think differently. You talk. You talk. What's the big deal? People eat and make brachas. That, you, that we say they're 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 you you can't even trust their testimony in Beitin in the court. <coughs> it's Ada Charedis. It's a good action. Sheres Yisrael Landa. It's OU plus plus. It's whatever it is. It's great action. They made a bracha. They made a nice bracha, and they're so they're eating in the streets. Marashas. That's what the Gemara says that you can't testify, and you're 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 like a dog. Again, inkan ram mamish. It's evil. It's kosher food. You made a bracha. But what it's lacking is a self-value. Nadina sanefesh. Feeling your self-importance. You know, Ramatisel saw the mashkirch of Lakewood. I was very, very close with him. I always saw his beard. He had a long white beard. He's always combed. Always combed his beard. He's always impeccable. Impeccable. He did not do that for the people he saw. He did that because of himself. Right? He also, I'm sure, thought about other people. But he felt he has an obligation to himself to be a benta, to, to, to a value to himself. Not because he was mashkiach. He was mashkiach because he had, he had that. Right? <laughs> He had a, he had a self-importance to himself. If you have a certain belief in yourself, you don't go around picking your nose while you're while you're dominating or, or belching, even if you're in your house, like like a, like like a, some kind of hyena, right? Because you believe in yourself and you don't walk around, you know, in your underpants around your house, not just because Hashem is watching you. Because you're you're a tzaddik or tzaddikus, you are a ben adam. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a monkey. You're not a monkey. You're a human being. There's a belief in yourself. But it's the first halacha, first siman shulchan aruch. You should know Hashem is in your house, but you should also know have a certain amount of busha, certain amount of belief in yourself. And, and, and therefore, if you don't believe in yourself, you don't take your words seriously, maybe you can't testify. Because who am I? I don't have to be so serious about my testimony. If you don't take yourself seriously, then you're not going to take your, your, your statement seriously. Like, what big difference does it make? I'm not so... What difference does it make? So you saw the calling in a covered. Not, we should just say here, covered one hagachit sinus, covered self worth, 
self-esteem comes from our kedusha, our neshama, our uniqueness, our belief in ourselves. I mean, if we can, if we're, if we feel good about who we are, and who we are is who we are, not who. You know, I, 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 I one of my favorite things I've said this over the years, madrashas, the katskarebo. I am I, because you are you, and you are you, because I am I. Then I am not I, and you are not you. But if I am I, because I am I, and you are you, because you are you, then I am I, and you are you. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, could, could we repeat that? Right? <laughs> At the end of the day, the I am I comes from a comfortability from not who am I? Am I? I am the neshama. And uh, there's a value, there's a kedusha in the neshama that makes us special, each one of us. Um, we all have a divine spark in ourselves. And because we have, we are all chashiv. We're all important. It's not just stam like a muster. Oh, feel good. Yay! No, it's true. It's, it's, it's really a tremendous value that you and I and every human being has, certainly every yid on a higher level has, um, of, of value to Hashem and in Hashem. Um, and, and, and if you're, and if you're chashev, if you're uh, your own aristocrat, and you're, you're important, you're going to act that way. Not because you have to show it to anybody else. You'll make sure your beard is combed. You will not pick your nose and not belch not because you would be disgusting to the people you're around, by the way, and a turn-off to them. Certainly to your spouses or to your children or your parents uh, or to your friends. Forgetting a boss or people you want to impress on the outside. But you're, you're doing it because you believe in yourself. You, you have your own value. You would never want to do that. Any Torah scholar that you can find a stain on their shirt uh, is chayev misa, is liable for death. It's, they don't even care. They're liable. Not, we don't actually kill them. Yeah. Don't take a gun if you see anyone like that. But it means that... They, uh, but he's chayev. Chayev misa, yeah. Uh, it's all built... On a dinas nefesh, it's all a chiyuv gamor for tam. You need to care. I mean, unfortunately, today I hate to say it that you do see some Torah scholars who have been beaten down by the world. Sometimes it is all because of poverty, which is a different discussion. Who they don't take proper care of themselves, right? Now, sometimes you're an oynis. If you have no money, if you have no ability, so that's your reality. Meaning, but there's other times that just that there's not enough self care about it, um, and the, the 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 knowledge that you have value, because if you don't have a talmud chacham, you're missing the point. It means you don't appreciate that you're carrying Hashem's Torah. That you're nothing, but you have Hashem's Torah. You better care that you, you look of how you dress. You ever see a person, you know, my daughter, Hashem is graduating 12th grade, so in, in New York where she's in school, they have this 12th grade picture. I don't know, Mira, does Mira have these things also? 
because I'm, you know, I, it was my first experience in 12th grade in New York. So she says, 12th grade picture. This picture, she, oh my goodness, you have to have your hair done. How do I know? Because I paid for it. Uh, <laughs> right? The hair has to be done. It looks good. Like, you know, if you're going on a shidduch on a date, it's a serious date, you look good. If you have a job interview and you want to get the deal, you want the job deal, right, then you're going to make sure, right, the chatuna, you're going to put on, you, you, to look good, right? Uh, if, you're, if you're going to meet somebody very important, you're going, you're going to care how you look. Um, and the, the, the reason is, is because you value that. You, you're valuing the moment, the person, the opportunity. So you take it seriously. If, if you don't take yourself, if you don't believe it, you have value, then you don't mind looking like uh, coming like with stains on your shirt or food in your teeth. I mean, to me, again, if you eat onions or garlic, forgetting for any human being that you're speaking to, for yourself, you should have mints or brush your teeth, do whatever you need to. Right? It's not, not, it's not about saying to... Yeah, please do it if you have you speak to other people also, <laughs> especially to Rabbi. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, you know. Once in a while, you meet a person like this, and uh, you know, boys. I'm not going to tell you about teenage boys or dorms. You, if you go, you know, if you're ever, in a, if a mother would see a dorm, sometimes the the laundry that's never done. This, the, the, I had a roommate who did not change his linen for a year. Okay. Well, men, that's why men need to get married. Okay, <laughs> desperately. Uh, um, but at the end of the day, it also comes because men sometimes don't have these values. I'm saying this is not, you know. But if you value yourself, you want, you're going to make sure that your your breath not because of other. You should for sure value other people. But it's also for yourself. That's my my point over here. It's also you appreciate that who you are. That's not looking for honor. That's self-esteem. That's self-knowledge. That's a belief in your tzalom alokim shalom. And therefore, um, you know, you should, you know, to be careful how you dress and how you do that. The Ramniris and Hagazu Some people view, oh, you have to look all good or this as like a nice thing to look, dress up. No. It's basically... Because we've lost some of the sensitivity to ourselves. How do I know? Because some of the people who dress fancy out and about, they walk around their house like they're Tarzan. You know? <laughs> you know, it could be swinging on ropes. So then, you know, the, you know, some of these people, you know, I, I, I remember in yeshiva, they would walk around the dorm. They didn't shower for a week. You bet so. You bet it's, oh. Mm-hmm. You know, they play basketball. They smell now all of a sudden they go on a date, then they take a shower, then they brush their teeth, then, you know, like, then they're like, you know, a shidduch. But you know what? What about you? So at least have Rahmanas on the scroll. Eventually come to the girl of the day, like smelling like, uh, with, with smelly socks, right? They at least have Rahmanas, so they want to get married enough. But what about you? Besides, what about your roommates? Uh, right? What about you? Where is your, where is your appreciation for yourself? This is very important, by the way. Because if you don't matter, if you don't matter, number one is you'll do less. 
Number two is you'll, you will end up needing other people more than you could imagine. Because you're not going to get it from certain things. You're going to get it from other things. Hagol has been an and says, unfortunately, even in the Torah world, there are people who are less careful about this today. But suffice it to say, we need to have, appreciate who we are. We'll pick up on this. This is a big topic. We're just scratching the surface about what real honor is, what, what it means to honor ourselves, and then we'll discuss at length what it means to honor others, and unfortunately, when honor becomes toxic. Okay, well done. Thank you.